0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: You're listening to BeckQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BeckQL.
2: Welcome back. It's Beck QL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Thursday morning as we get set for NFL Week 7. 20 minutes from now, Joe Sheehan on Major League Baseball. The Braves can close it out tonight, get to the World Series. Astros up 3-2. We have lightning bets coming up later in the show on the NFL. Uh, maybe some baseball, some NBA as well. But, you know, so we've hit on some of the, we just hit on some ugly games. I mean, just we just went five minutes on Jared Goff. and could he cover against the, uh, the, the Rams this week. There are yeah. some good games, though, this week. And, and one we've hit on a few times, uh, the Bengals and the Ravens. We had Simon Hunter on last hour, Joe, and uh, he was with us. That just feels like too many points in a division game here. Yet the number is sticking, right? It hasn't moved. It's been six and a half uh, where the Ravens are favored in this game. Actually, just a stat, it's pretty remarkable. Um, Shio Kapati of The Athletic had a stat in one of his columns where since Lamar, uh, since 2019, right? So Lamar Jackson's first year as a full-time starter, the Ravens' point differential is over plus 400. Nobody else in the NFL is over 300. Like, the Ravens, over the past, I guess what it is, two and a half seasons now, have been have just dominated in terms of point differential better than any. I mean, I, that surprised me. I, you would think the Chiefs in that mix, the Saints, right, some of those teams that have been in the playoffs year in, year out, the, the, you know really good teams. No one's close. So the Ravens, for the most part, dominate week in, week out for the better part of, of two years, but I still think it's too many points. I, I think the Bengals with that offense and, and an underrated defense feels like a close game.
1: I'm wondering if uh, we're overacting. We're going a little bit too far in Cincinnati because I'm thinking back to where we were a year ago and it was Joe Burrow going to Baltimore. I'd have to look back at the line with that closed at, but I want to, I want to say that there was some support or people saying, Hey, he's, he's starting to look pretty good. And the Ravens won that game twenty-seven to three. It was the worst game that Joe Burrow's had in his career. He had a QBR of four point two. Wow, point two in that game. So we could you could take whatever you want from it. You could say, oh, it's a great revenge spot, or they have his number. Is he going to play well there? The Ravens defense. They've performed well this season, I think, surprisingly, with the number of players that they're missing in that secondary. um, Are they going to repeat that performance? I think that's an interesting angle. That's one way to look at it if we were going to talk about the Ravens. I haven't heard a lot of people make a case for the Ravens, even though they're playing so well. I I put them number three in my power rankings uh, in in the NFL overall. But I, I think the big difference between last year's Bengals obviously Burrow's better. It's a second year in the league mm-hmm. and he has more weapons on offense. But this ball but but the Cincinnati defense. Now, when you're going against these elite offenses and what we've seen from Lamar so far, you could make a strong case that he could be Kyler. He's very close to being Kyler, the MVP favorite right now. Um so how much does defense matter? But in all aspects. That Bengals defense is strong and we're not talking enough about it.
2: So the number last year, I found it was 12 and a half. The Ravens were 12 and a half point favorites okay. that day against the Bengals. And they, they covered it, right? They won the game by 24 points. So they they were big favorites. They covered the, the number. As far as Burrow, a couple of things stand out to me right now um, that I think are interesting for this particular game. He's been sacked a bunch. So We've talked about his def- his offensive line. And, and Joe, I know you've made the point that they made the right pick with Jamar Chase because he's been dynamic. And I agree with you. They did make the right pick. And that Chase to Burrow, Burrow to Chase thing is great. But Joe Burrow has been sacked so far this year. We're talking about 16 times through six weeks. The Baltimore pass rush got to Justin Herbert a lot last week. And Joe Burrow has thrown seven interceptions. So for as much as I love Joe Burrow, he's averaging more than a pick a game. And he's being sacked a bunch. So I I, I think there is a recipe this week, if you do lean Ravens, that their defense can make this game uh, about them. Aaron, what do you think about this game? The Ravens, the Bengals, it's it's one of the best games of the week.
3: I've really gone back and forth. And these two teams really always play each other really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the way Lamar Jackson's playing. I wonder if the public will kind of bet this up. Do you think we'll see a plus seven? I think I'm leaning on taking the Bengals for the outright upset even. Um, but I'm just wow. – I'm really torn. I mean, Joe Burrow is having a pretty good season. I think he's going to be mm-hmm. able to spread the ball around to his weapons. Um and we may be seeing a new favorite in the AFC North. But it's hard to bet against the Ravens. So I might wait and see if this number changes at all. Um, so far, I haven't made a play on this game.
1: What do we think about the spot with the Ravens? They, they're coming off a, a couple of... I, You know, when you play the Chargers now, the market was so high on them. But that, that kind of, even though it was an early game, it was kind of like a high-profile spot. Um, people were looking forward to see what was going to happen there. They had the overtime win against... Indy, they handled Denver. They just survived against Detroit. the Dubai is next, so it's not like they're looking ahead to anything.
2: Mm. Yeah, I don't think. Co- how
1: how big is it? Here's here's a concern. Uh, if you're back on the Cincinnati side, the coaching mismatch
2: between Harbaugh and Zach Taylor. Yeah, big one. There you go. I also I also think if if you are talking about the number in this game, right, and that's what we're doing. We're talking about the number and, and how this plays out. It's a big, big mismatch with the kicking game, right? We have the best kicker of all yeah. time. Meanwhile, the other guy's missed. He's 7 of 10, 70% so far this year, the kicker for the Bengals. And he's 2 of 4. McPherson. Um, yeah. Four, four, he, I mean, he's missed 2 between 40 and 49 yards. We're not talking about 60 yarders that he's just missing here. Right? He's missed 2 kicks that every kicker in the NFL today should make between 40 and 49 yards. That plays a big role. Like We're talking about a 6-point a game late. And, and, you know, Tuck, Justin Tucker's going to make a field goal, and I don't know if the other guy is.
1: I mean, they are – I look at – there's a number of offensive stats we all look at, but the ones that I like the most, Ravens are top five in everything. <laughs> it's just ridiculous what they're doing right now. Running back, does not matter? Oh, Latavius is injured? Who cares? Go down to RB number seven. It won't matter because we have Lamar. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a tough one. Um, you can score on that. Maybe we should be talking more about the total. At uh, forty-seven here,
2: yeah, I like you the should over.
1: be a score on them.
2: Yeah, oh, absolutely, the over feels right. Yeah, the, I, I came into the day thinking Bengals plus six and a half. I might move away from the side because it's just we can't talk the way into the Ravens here.
3: It feels yeah. like a pass for me right now. I I can see both sides and I just don't feel comfortable.
1: I still like the Bengals because I'm assuming in the contest we'll find out uh, later this afternoon. We're getting uh, six or six and a half. But I'm just saying, of course, you could make a strong case for the Ravens the way they're playing right now.
2: Yeah. All right. Let's move to the Chiefs Titans. The number is now down to four and a half. Chiefs are uh, four and a half point road favors. They're coming off the win last week in Washington, where that game was pretty close going into the half, and then the Chiefs just kind of took over in the second half and and finished that game. Titans, of course, the the home Monday night win, the the emotional win. The, they stopped Josh Allen at the end of that game. They get out with a win. They're four and two. Four and a half. I mean. This feels right. Like, there's been a lot of lines with the Chiefs this year, even the last year and a half, that's like, are they really fair by seven or seven and a half? They don't cover. Now mm-hmm. we've kind of come come down to this four and a half range um, with Mahomes, who's had way more turnovers than you usually expect. We had Simon Hunter, Simon Hunter on last hour, said they can't stop Derrick Henry. Nobody can. What do we think here? I mean, this is – it's a weird spot for the Titans coming off the short week that win on Monday night. That That, that worries me a little bit with them.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. An emotional win, Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm sure they were talking about it all week. What I find interesting is Monday night is Buffalo favored by six at Tennessee. So now we have Kansas City at Tennessee. So similar spot, and like you mentioned, a short week for the Titans. Is, Is Buffalo really a point and a half better than Kansas City right now? Because that that's what the line tells us. Right. That's what the line tells us. We, They were It was six, and this is Kansas City minus four and a half this morning. Mm-hmm. I don't that's, know that they are.
2: I, I don't either. Yeah. I mean, are the Chiefs trending back in the right direction? Did the last week yes. make you feel better? I, yeah, I feel certainly. better, too. Well, you,
1: for a while there, you knew I was the one that didn't want to kick them out of the top five. Right. What What I do find interesting here is we lost Joel.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh. I, that was, I thought it was a dramatic out. pause. Dramatic pause by Joe. Where he, he just found something so interesting, Aaron, that he couldn't stop thinking about it before he thought, is Joe back? There he is.
1: I guess so, I am. I didn't know I left. Joe, well, what was so interesting? Chel-
3: Chelsea's playing tricks on you.
2: Yeah, she's cutting the Man. internet.
3: So to us, she a dramatic pause.
2: <laughs> I think it was Leatherface, actually. He's outside your house right now. So there Leatherface was a, is gross. Yeah, he is. He's he, I, yeah. Leatherface is not someone you, you should hit your wagon to, Jenks. But so Joe, so you were you were making a point. You said you found something hit really interesting. Hit
3: your wagon to these terms coming out of your mouth, rascal. <laughs> hit your wagon to. I'm and then you, it. you froze,
2: Joe. You went away from us. What was an interesting point?
3: Is your wife on another call? Something's going on with Joe's internet. He's
2: gone again. All right, Aaron. Chiefs Titans. We, what do you think?
3: Um, so I'm, I'm leaning chiefs in this one. This is actually another pass for me. So I don't have anything super exciting to say. I, I do love some, I do love the next game we're going to talk about, but in terms of this game, I'm just not going to, I don't think I'm going to bet on it. Huge, heavy favorite, the chiefs, just not a lot of value. Um, so I don't know Mahomes turning the ball over like crazy, it's an interesting game for sure. I mean, Derrick Henry, it, it is – I I just don't have a good feel for it. I don't think I feel comfortable with the Titans covering, so I'm staying away from this one.
2: Joe, you've – I mean, Paul, you've had a, a kind of a pulse in the Titans all year. Went to bed and went to nine. What, what are you feeling this week? This
0: – I know we had Simon Hunter on earlier who I would say, like, he likes the value on Titans here. I would lean the other way. I think I would lean more Chiefs. Look, I don't trust the Chiefs yet. You can't with that defense. And – this could absolutely be a game where Derrick Henry just runs all over them again and sneaks inside of the four and a half. But the Titans' defense, like they don't really stop the run either. And I know that's not the Chiefs' bread and butter, but they also don't really get off the field on third down. And that was part of our handicap with Washington last week. Mm-hmm. Like, not they've been okay on early downs, but they have the worst third down defense in the league. That is a death sentence against Patrick Mahomes. The Titans have the twenty-second rated third down defense as far as success rate goes. So if you're not getting off the field against Mahomes and those guys, I don't care if you've, your past defense is looking better in, when a success rate, you know, to, according to the numbers. But right. if you can't get off the field on third down against that team, so I would – it's not a perfect number, obviously, but if I had to pick a side, I think I would lean towards the Chiefs in that spot and definitely a letdown possibility. It's tough to let down when the Chiefs are coming to town, right. but still coming off that win.
2: Yeah, Patrick Mahomes has faced the Titans twice, I believe, in his career. I think it's six touchdowns, no interceptions, about six hundred yards. Like he's he's tortured this team, uh, and one of them was in the playoffs there. And I think we I think we overreact early in seasons to records. Like, who are the teams that the Chiefs really they lost to? Right, it was the Bills, Chargers, Ravens. Maybe the three best teams in the AFC along with them. Right. I don't put the Titans in that mix. I know they're four and two. No. They're not they're not close to that. I I, I lean the the um, the Chiefs as well this week. All right, Aaron, you wanted to talk about the Colts 49ers. What's your thought on that? Yeah, game? I
3: actually like the Colts. Plus, um, what did I get them it's at yesterday? It's moved now. Plus four. Okay, yeah, I, I got them it, at plus four. I think
2: did it's it moved again. Half. It, it moved to uh-uh. the, yeah, it's it's four and a half right now on Fanduel. Yep.
3: Dang it! I got it yesterday at plus four. I don't know. There's something about this Colts team that I really like. I think Carson Wentz is playing well. They've got Jonathan Taylor. The offense is looking better, especially with the addition of T. Y. Hilton. Um, it looks like. San Francisco will have Jimmy G back. Um, I don't know if they've announced that for sure, but it seems like he's practicing. Um, I just really like the Colts in this game to cover. I can't so, believe that line has moved, too.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it keeps moving up. So quickly before um, we, we attempt to bring Joe back for his thought, I know he's on the Colts side of this. It does sound like it's Garoppolo. Kyle Shannon said yesterday they're pretty yeah. optimistic. It's Probably why like it's land. moving then. Yes. Uh, I think they're a better team with Garoppolo right now. Uh, I just I haven't been that. I mean, two months from now, maybe not. A year from now, it's obviously going to be Lance's job. I think they're a better team with Garoppolo as their quarterback right now. Joe, what what do you make of the line movement? Is it Garoppolo? Yeah, it's
1: Garoppolo. That's certain. Lance hasn't practiced all week. Last I checked, yeah. it's uh, Jimmy was limited, but they made it sound like he's going to be good to go. This has not been a good spot for Shanahan. Historically, when he's favored by more than a field goal, it's just uh, the numbers, you know, it's trendsy, but I, I think it's worth bringing up. Now, I, I'm going to pay close attention to this Indianapolis injury report the rest of the week because early on, Leonard, he's not practicing. Well, he hasn't been practicing early in the week all season. Um, and there are a few others that stand out. T.Y. Hilton, he played this weekend, had 80 yards, but he was not practicing on Wednesday. It seems like they're getting Quentin Nelson off IR. So that could be really helpful there. They had eight. I know it's the Texans, and they're the worst. But Indy had 8.1 yards per play uh, last week against Houston. PFF has Wentz with one turnover-worthy play on the season, and like I mentioned with Simon Hunter earlier, in the last three weeks, the Colts are number two in the NFL in net yards per play. Uh, Kinlaw's not practicing for the Niners. Trent Williams, not practicing. So on both sides, really have to pay attention to that. The injury report, especially the final one, once we get to Friday, but north of a field goal now, north of four. I think it's too many points here for the Colts. I like the dog.
2: Yeah, I I will say these teams look pretty, pretty even. They look closer to even than I think you would have thought three weeks ago. Uh, I do think the numbers climb it to a point it's pretty big. The one thing I'll 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 say is the Niners run defense. That's what this game's about. The, the, really, the Colts have gotten going because of their run game, right? Jonathan Taylor's been unbelievable. Took the screen pass two weeks ago. That, that's what the Colts seen. I mean, if Wentz is play action and, and he's protected, they'll they'll be okay. If, if he's asked to throw a lot, it's a different story. It's a fun game. It actually, it's a pretty good Sunday night game to round out the week. We'll talk some baseball next. Joe Sheehan will talk to us about the Braves and the Dodgers and of course the Red Sox and the Astros, the ALCS, NLCS. We're down to elimination games. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook.
1: These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.